0: It is mind-blowing. And
1: heartbreaking.
0: How many original scripts are written every year but are never made?
1: So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors.
0: Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies made of
1: paper. Wherever you get your podcasts. Free! In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood-curdling name in unison. Horror Horror Movie Night! Night. Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com.
2: Hey, Matt. So this one is your pick. You wanted us to revisit one of, I think there was only maybe three Boy Meets World Christmas specials. I don't think it was a yearly thing for them. No. But you had us watch a very Topanga Christmas from season five. Five.
0: Yeah, yeah. Boy Meets World Christmas episodes, all of them are part of my Christmas watching season. But no, you're you're very right. They... They did not do one yearly. I think there's, like you said, three or four of them. The first one deals with Sean and him living as as not of a good life as like Corey and, and the rest of the gang and deals with him living in poverty. And I can't remember what the third one was. I think the main plot of the latest season one was dealing with Angela and Sean's relationship.
2: I think so too. I feel like this is the one that's the least Sean centric. Yes. Which is kind of a bummer because it's a story that I think could be interesting to tell, especially at this point in the season. Even though he takes kind of a backseat in this one, I love the subplot
0: with him and Jack, which we'll yeah. get into. But I've got some feelings on this episode. A couple years ago, I was brought in by an old site that's not around anymore called Shit Movie Fest. Okay. And what they do around Christmas time is they would put together what was known as Shitmas. And they would basically pull in different writers from different websites to do an article on on movies tv shows something about christmas what christmas means to them i know they got like doc terror on it and everyone else from back in the day and i wrote an article on a very topanga christmas so as i knew as soon as we started doing this podcast that eventually i was going to revisit this episode and get my anger out in audio form Versus the the article itself, which you will be able to check the article out shortly at icon dot com. We are going to be putting up the article because shit movie fest itself is no more.
2: I wanted to read a text message that I sent to my brother while watching this episode. And I guess I deleted it already. So to paraphrase it roughly, it was I'm watching this Boy Meets World episode and I'm relating to it hardcore. Now, in this episode, Topanga is just dominating the Matthews Christmas with all of her family traditions. And you would think that I would be relating to Topanga and her love of Christmas traditions, but I'm actually relating to Eric Matthews when he pulls Corey to the side and says, yo, your bitch is ruining my Christmas because... I haven't done that specifically this year. I think I talked about it that this year was the first year that my brother wasn't home for Christmas day because he decided that his girlfriend was going to get him for Christmas or his wife was going to get him for Christmas day. And we would get him for Christmas Eve. So we had to open up our gifts on Christmas Eve. We had to do all this stuff differently. And I I literally (laughs) like, said to him, you realize you're ruining my Christmas
0: right now? (laughs) So this is one of those episodes. We don't always do this, but this is definitely one of those episodes that I want to take it from the top. Okay, But at the same time, like I'm not going to bury the lead here. The entire episode, ultimately the the moral of the story is to have compromises in your relationship and you're going to create your own traditions. That's what the moral is supposed to be. What the moral, like... What actually happens, though, is kind of what you said. Topanga kind of takes over the Matthews Christmas. There is no compromising in this episode. Drive from Philadelphia.
2: To, to Vermont. Vermont. <laughs> to like, Vermont. Like, that blew my fucking mind when that happened. Like, what the fuck? I've and, driven and- to Vermont from, or I've driven from Vermont to Philadelphia. It is easily if you're speeding a five hour drive. Dude, <laughs> but if- my, like his dad was okay
0: with this. <laughs> <laughs> like, his dad made the trip with him. My dad was
2: lose his fucking mind. Listen, you ain't going to Vermont. No. All right? There's a Rita's water ice five minutes from my house that yeah. has trees in it at Christmas time yeah. that you could drive to. And then gets the syrup and then doesn't use the syrup. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking, oh, my God. All right. So many issues. So okay, many yeah. issues. So let's start start from the beginning. So Topanga's family. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with the show, Corey and Topanga together forever, except when they're not. Except they're, when they're not. It's yeah, it's a very again, revisionist.
2: The relationship is one of the most revisionist relationships in television yeah, history. If you watch the if you watch the first season of Boy Meets World, Topanga's just the
0: weird friend hanging out with Minkus.
2: But then in later seasons, they've been dating since they were
0: five. Exactly. Like, so it's, it's, it's real weird. weird. And and what you're gonna you're gonna have to come to realize the people that are listening that while I'm going to spend the majority of this episode bitching about what happens in this episode, boy meets world is one of my top 10
2: favorite shows. I have to agree. And and I think, I think it's one of those shows that actually got better as the seasons went on. Like, I think a lot of people talk about how like the early seasons are the best seasons in certain shows. But like, I think that like seasons five through seven is where they really caught their stride. Like the end of high school, beginning of college because they just started getting weird. Yeah. And like, like the example that I'll give, and then we'll dive in this episode, but like that's when you get like Eric Matthews gets cast on a show called Kid Gets Acquainted with the Universe. And yeah. it's literally the entire cast of Boy Meets World playing actor versions of themselves. And it just becomes very meta, very like anti-sitcom. Like it mm-hmm. it actually has the last like two seasons of Boy Meets World have so much in common with like the Simpsons and community that yeah. like it's insane to think about. But yeah, like, I
0: mean, you get like a full noir episode. Yeah. Like, like it gets really white. weird. Like, oh, my gosh.
2: I mean, don't you do... Did you do a Boy Meets World podcast? I made it to season two, I think. I think we did the first two seasons. And just became too... Like, it's not a show that has enough meat on the bones in those early seasons to sustain it. Yeah. I think if we kept going, it would have turned into, like, good, like, 45-to-hour-long discussions of episodes. But, man, like, seasons one and two are, like, pulling teeth for content. Yeah.
0: Like, because... As I'm sitting here thinking about some of the episodes, I, uh, again, one of my favorite shows of all time, but I got some shit to say about some of these episodes. Like there's the one with the prank war where Rachel gets really, (laughs) Rachel gets really upset, even though like she pulled some heinous shit in that episode as well. But uh, all right. So we're talking about a very Topanga Christmas back on track. So Topanga's parents are going away for Christmas. So Topanga's like, wants to stay in Philly. So she ends up having her Christmas with the Matthews. And as soon as she walks in, the Matthews are setting up their tree and, and putting like ornaments on the tree. And she comes in, Corey's like, Hey, Oh my gosh, it's good to see you. Blah, 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 blah. And Alan Matthews, the father comes in and says, I know how we're going to kick off this day or, or kick off this season with the traditional Matthews eggnog hands out Cups. Empty cups, Matt. (laughs) Empty cups. Hasn't even poured the eggnog yet. And Topanga fakes a sip and goes, Mmm, this is really good. You know what would go good with this?
2: Cider. Yeah. Already bitching, dude. She hasn't been in the house for 10 minutes yet. And, like, here's the thing. We'll talk about this. And I do agree that this is supposed to be a story of compromise. Here's where compromise would land. I'm putting myself in Corey Matthews' shoes. Cider, fine. Whatever. I can compromise on that. We can have eggnog and we can have cider. That's easy. We just got to go down to the giant and get some cider. The tree, not happening. Tree's not happening. I'm sorry. We're not going to Vermont. Like, you're just going to have to deal with a fake tree this Christmas. And then when it comes to like gift stuff, it's like, you know what? We'll open one gift on Christmas Eve yep. That's and the then compromise. we'll do the rest. Of- yeah, <laughs> because in my like, sorry,
0: uh, again, I apologize if I offend any of our listeners. I don't trust anybody that opens their gifts on Christmas Eve. I think I've said that before. Yeah. Santa hasn't fucking come yet. <laughs> you can't open your gifts yet. Are you are you kidding me? Like it defeats How even the purpose. do you explain that as a child? Yeah, like, like I don't understand how is that a morning. Yeah, how is that a how is that even a tradition that forms like. <laughs> the, the opening gifts <laughs> on Christmas Seed? But so going back, because I do like already, oh my god, the fake sip. The fact that she like she had it in her mind that she was gonna complain about this eggnog before like she wanted that side. She takes fake sip, and I love Eric is one of my favorite parts of this episode because i love the lines she's like all right i think Corey's like we can have eggnog and cider and he's like how how can
2: we have both
0: <laughs> do you see the eggnog with the cider <laughs> they don't get along
2: he's always the best he brings I love it, it. it every time
0: eric's like i need to talk to you Corey. it's about your girl and he's like something about is it the fact that she purrs every time we make out <laughs> and he's like what And Topanga, like he says that to to, to Topanga, he like makes the purring noise around Topanga. And I love Corey's reaction. He guessed, he guessed, (laughs) (laughs) he guessed that you (laughs) purr. Like
2: Eric's portion is hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. So I will say the thing that this episode is lacking, which is my favorite thing in the later seasons of Boy Meets World, is Corey becomes my favorite character Towards the end of the show, because he just becomes an old divorced Jewish man like somewhere in the series. Yeah. And like we don't get enough of like neurotic Corey. Like this is like doormat Corey. No, I want that Corey. That's just like so afraid that anything he does will mean that this girl has no desire to be with him, that he will bend over backwards. But half the concept of this episode is like, Maybe I don't want to be with Topanga, which is yeah. like never a good story, Corey's story. <laughs>
0: and honestly, as I'm watching this episode, I'm like, you two are not meant to be together. This is toxic. No. This is such a toxic relationship. And it, again, the, the the moral of the story, like we go into like a weird mix of It's a Wonderful Life with A Christmas Carol at the end with Feeny, and it's about compromise, but not once in this episode, until he dreamt that he was gone, was there any
2: form of compromise at all? Well, and what is the form of compromise, that she lets Feeny just read his story the way he's supposed to? Well, that's the thing, is like, so we're running over stuff,
0: because this is definitely an episode, you kind of gotta go in order with it. Alright, so we've got the tr- we've dealt with the
2: tree and we've
0: dealt with we the dealt cider. we dealt with the cider. All right, then so then I she, think
2: Feeney walks in, right? So she's
0: comes she comes down with what goes on top of the tree. I'm gonna get something for the top of the tree. And Corey's like, no, this the this macaroni star goes on top of the tree. I'm gonna tell her. And she comes down and, and they do the the purr makeout thing, and Eric tries to talk to her, and she's like, if this is about the gift limit, I just saw something you loved and I couldn't I couldn't put it back. And he's like all right, fine, cool, we can do whatever. Yeah, then Feeney walks in, comes over for the traditional Christmas Carol reading, and she, like, shuts him down. She's like, ooh, we can make everybody different characters, and Morgan can play Tiny Tim. I'll go get her. And I love Feeney's reaction. Like, he looks at Corey and goes, did somebody complain about how I read this in years past?
2: Yeah, there is nothing... You know what they could have done as a Boy Meets World episode, and I would have been completely fine with it? Just 30 minutes of Mr. Feeney reading The Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah. I would have been for it. Because I was like, how dare you? Like, this episode actually instilled in me that I, as a tradition, when it's four days from Christmas... I grab my copy of Christmas Carol and I read one chapter every night before bed Dude, same. as like preparation for, for Christmas morning. And then yeah. before I go downstairs, I read the like six pages that is Scrooge's Christmas yeah. morning, put myself in the mood and then run downstairs to tear like up. Yes.
0: All right. So all of that stuff's going on. And Corey like goes to bed and she like knocks on his door. And this is one of my favorite exchanges of the episode when he comes out and she's like, what are you doing? And he's like, Topanga. And then he looks around, notices it's nighttime. And he's like, Oh, Topanga. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sleeping. I'm doing what most people are doing at midnight. Sleeping. It is mind-blowing. And
1: heartbreaking.
0: How many original scripts are written every year but are never made?
1: So we seek out these scripts and bring them to life with full audio production and professional actors.
0: Check us out at Undiscovered Scripts. Movies
1: made of paper.
0: Wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Free! In the darkest corners of the internet, a nameless, formless entity has been growing. No one dares question where it was created or what it wants, but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood curdling name in unison. Horror, Horror Movie Night. Night! Find Horror Movie Night on your favorite podcasting app or at HMNPodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> and she's,
0: like, apologizing for the way she's been acting, but she's not really apologizing for yeah. the way that she's been acting. And he's like, all right, I'm up. And then goes down and starts making models with his dad, who also has been woken up by his wife.
2: And I'm like, this is just a series of repeated toxic relationships. So so here's, the, I got to correct you on one thing, because it's not oh. midnight, right? Oh, okay. It's three o'clock. It's That's three in the morning. That's what it is, yeah. And here's the thing. This is why it's so much worse. Someone wakes me up at midnight. Yeah. I can go back to bed. Yeah. If someone wakes me up at three... And let's say hypothetically, I need to be up at five or six. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not even gonna get quality no. sleep at yeah. this point. Yeah, which is like now I get why they're down there with the with the model airplanes the models, yep. because it's like, why even bother yep. at this You're point? Up. You're up, but that is not the final straw.
0: The final straw comes the next morning, I believe, when Corey goes downstairs and the their pancakes, right, the Christmas yep. tree shaped pancakes. He pulls out the syrup. And she rips the syrup off the table. And she's like, nope, these pancakes don't get syrup. They get snow. And he's like, we drove to Vermont for that syrup. <laughs> so he's already angry about that. And then she's like, I figured we'd go Christmas caroling later. And he goes, "I like, he's very genuine. He's not angry about it. He's not joking about it. Very genuinely says, no, I don't like to sing. I don't sing, like that's not a thing. I'm not comfortable doing that. And she's like, oh no, no, but it'll be fun. It'll be fun. And that's where Corey like snaps. He's like, "No, nah, like, I'm done. And and peace is out. Yeah. And heads to Sean and Jack's apartment, which is one of my fa- like my favorite B plot in Boy Meets World. And what
2: sucks is it's only like five minutes of the it's actual only episode. Only five minutes in this episode. I will say one thing. Yeah. Topanga wins me over for a, a millisecond because I would love to date a girl who, like, sings Christmas carols while, like, dropping some powdered sugar on a pancake to yes. get me in a Christmas Was mood. What's it? Jingle Bells? Jingle yeah. Bells. Yeah. Jingle Bells. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, at that point, I'm like, yes, yes I do want you in my life. Yes. You get me. Yes. But, but then she breaks that immediately. Yeah. By continuing to push, so he gets to Sean and Jack's. Now, Sean and Jack, there's a whole season five plot line here, yeah, in which Sean has discovered that he has a half brother, yeah, and his half brother grew up with money and yeah, privilege yep. and, and doing really well for himself. And now they're about to try to celebrate Christmas together, which obviously if you're listening to a Christmas podcast in the month of March for you, Christmas holds a very special place in your heart. And for, and there's at least a, I would say 75% chance that's because of family traditions. So this is a really great B plot about what do you do when neither one of you has ever had family traditions and you're spending your first Christmas together and having to try to build a tradition.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So they're going. They're, they go back and forth. Jack talks about all this extravagant, the extravagant things he used to do for Christmas, and I think like Sean's like, yeah, well, we just kind of all kind of gathered together and wondered where our next meal was coming from. Jack, like, but it was like a funny <laughs> moment. It was very lo- played for lighthearted, and both of them come to find out that they both love to ice skate. So they're going to go ice skating together. But I love the running gag. Like, Corey comes over to complain to Sean. And like Matt was just saying, this is like, Jack just got introduced this season. So Jack is more acquaintances with the rest of these characters than he is friends with them yet. Eric hasn't even moved into the apartment yet. He's still living at home. So, Corey comes in and is like just bitching about Topanga. And I love that Jack's like constantly like, I don't really know her. And he's like, he he keeps going, keeps prodding, and Jack's
2: like, I'm sure I'd like to know her, but I just don't really know her. That line reminds me of what is still my favorite Boy Meets World episode. It's almost any human being's favorite Boy Meets World episode, which is obviously the Scream parody episode. Yep, 100%. Where in the parody, Eric Matthews and uh, Jennifer Love Pfefferman are murdered Mm. in the library, and he goes, Eric! You are my best friend, my roommate. Yeah. I don't know you. <laughs> I don't really know her,
0: dude. That is the that is hands down the best episode.
2: I, oh my god, I, I think I'm gonna yeah, I think I'm gonna watch that after we get done because that's a is perfect so episode good. of television. So then Corey has his whole "It's a Wonderful Life" Christmas yeah. Carol episode, which, I mean, for a show that's had a lot of fantasy sequences, and they were built into the the framework of the show from the very beginning this is one of the weaker ones uh, this one doesn't really stick with me (laughs) it's basically just like eric's bald (laughs) like it's like there are some things i like about
0: the episode the 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 fantasy portion so what we start off in the apartment yes in the fantasy and we see Corey come out as a little chunky a a little thick Because all he eats is uh, Christmas tree pancakes with powdered sugar on them. Aww. He he learned something that day. Whatever. All right. So (laughs) (laughs) Feeny, Ghost Feeny, um, takes Corey to to Topanga's house. And in the house, Topanga has an aluminum tree like she saw when she arrived at the Matthews. Which logically, because she showed zero interest in this tree... She would never have an aluminum tree. I don't no. care like how things went. She would never have an aluminum tree. But Listen, I do this is Corey's like...
2: Corey's version of what he hopes yeah. will <laughs>
0: happen. I do like portions of when he gets there. So I think the three kids come in. And if I remember correctly, one of the kids is played by the same kid who plays the creepy kid that Corey and Topanga see when they move into the apartment. Do you remember that? Episode? That's probably,
2: that's probably accurate, but I barely yeah. remember that. Yeah.
0: But I love, he's like, Oh, she's alone. Oh, Jack came over to help her with, with the firewood and Jack kisses her. and He just looks at her and goes, I don't really know you, but thank you for marrying me. I just, that I am serious. Like, again, I have so many problems with this episode. But there are also so many
2: good quotable lines from this episode. It's, it's as well. not a bad episode. I have a question for you because you said that yeah. you've watched pretty much every year you watch all of them. Yeah. So the Mr. Feeney reading Christmas Carol. Yeah. I feel like an earlier Christmas episode ends with him just reading the Christmas Carol with no lead in. And then they were able to weave that into, like, the fabric of Boy Meets World. Am I remembering that right, or am I just remembering this ending?
0: I think it's just this ending, because this is the one where, at the end, they all fall asleep while he's reading The Christmas Carol, right? It's just this one, because in the first Christmas episode, Feeny dresses up as Santa, because Morgan gives the mall Santa a heart attack, which is my favorite. The first one, even though we're talking, like, Early Boy Meets World isn't as good as later Boy Meets World. The first Christmas episode is my favorite. I absolutely love when Morgan gives mall Santa a heart attack and Morgan's hanging out in the bathroom crying and Eric and the mom are sitting outside the bathroom and he's like yeah Morgan, Santa called, he's okay. He picked up the phone and he went hello Morgan, ho ho oh! Oh, no <laughs> absolutely kills me like seriously um when you're done listening to this go watch the first boy meets world christmas episode and we'll do an episode
2: on that too 100%. we've got we got 100%. 365 episodes to record we'll get there it's true it's true but yeah i mean i do i think that this i also think this episode it's probably one of the most frustrating episodes of boy yeah. meets world for sure but i also think it's an episode that definitely kind of peters off yeah a little bit it it definitely i mean i think that the ending with mr feeney reading to them is like iconic like i think about that specific scene way more than i can even explain like i think of that shot of him just reading the book and it panning to all them sleeping yeah constantly every december that image is like burned into my brain as like what I would consider, like, a perfect Christmas moment. But I never watched this episode because it's so fucking frustrating.
0: <laughs> yeah, this episode, like you just said, I wrote a whole article about it. I really wanted to talk about it on here. All it does is is piss me off. But at the same time, I find it similar to the first Christmas community episode. Yes. In that the episode as a whole, and we discussed, kind of weak but there are so many lines in it that I remember and so many like just chuckle worthy moments that as a whole, the episode's a little weak and it does make me absolutely like despise Topanga and the way she's acting. But there are lines in it that I will quote
2: to this day for sure. So I've got a question for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because for me, I have never had a relationship during Christmas time. It's just okay. never happened yeah. for me. So my only experiences of having to compromise is having to compromise with like my siblings getting mm-hmm. married and then their significant other stuff. Yeah. Now you, I know have not had that be the case. You've actually yeah. been in relationships. Yeah. Have you ever been in anything like this where it was this much of like a holy shit, we really need to sit down or has like the compromise always been pretty not I don't want to say easy, but like it became quick to figure out, okay, this is what we're gonna be doing with your family, this is what we're gonna be doing with my family, these are my traditions, these are your traditions, how can we meld them? What new traditions can we create? Like that whole shebang. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's always been more of the latter. I don't want to say this is this sounds bad. I've gotten lucky and not not really lucky, but my family has always been closer than the person I'm in a relationships family. Yeah. So it's, it's been easier to compromise, but at the same time, like I'm also pretty easygoing. with like, we've talked about this before. Our Christmases this year were kind of laid back compared to the Christmas season. And usually that's the way it goes. So my traditions during the Christmas season are more involved than like my Christmas day traditions where I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever I, you want to do, like I'll go with you to wherever your family's house, and we'll go to my family's house, and we'll do our
2: thing. So, we have any closing thoughts on a on a very Topanga Christmas?
0: Um, I think that this is one of the many episodes that kind of prove that Corey and Topanga probably shouldn't have been together. Probably not. Like probably it's upsetting. Not. It's upsetting, and there's there's quite a few of them. Like the ski lodge season, where. Corey kind of falls in love with um uh li- not Linda Cardellini is it Linda? No, Cardellini? it's not Linda Cardellini. Oh my god, she played Velma in the Scooby Doo movies. Yeah, that's Linda Cardellini. Is it? Yeah. Oh okay.
2: Yeah. All right. You're making yeah. me think I was crazy. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Like... Sorry. Edit around that. <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> Don't make me feel dumb. No. <laughs> it was it was Linda Cardellini. Matt. Dumb. The record to show that I knew immediately it was Linda Cardellini. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that was that. Yeah. I mean, I've always thought that I was like, yo, like bad on you, Corey, for cheating on your girlfriend. That's like never cool, yeah. especially a longtime girlfriend. Yeah. But man, don't we all dream of like that magical night where we're sitting on the couch talking to a person that we just met and all of a sudden it's four in the morning and we didn't realize it. Yeah,
0: like, I feel like a lot of Boy Meets World episodes is Corey convincing himself that he's supposed to be with
2: Topanga. One hundred percent. I think that pay and I hate to say it like this, but like I think it's also one of those situations where Corey needs Topanga a hell of a lot more than Topanga necessarily needs Corey. Like yeah. I think Corey, I think Topanga would be totally fine. Yeah. Like Corey, all things considered, for her relationship with Corey, she went to a lesser college. Yep. Like she kind of settled throughout her yeah. entire life to be with yeah. Corey. Where like I think if she wasn't with Corey, Sky would have been the limit. She would have been like the oh, first yeah. female president. For sure. And it hurts my heart because
0: I feel like as a Boy Meets World fan, you're supposed to be like, Cory and Topanga forever. But honestly, I don't think they were good for one another. I no, think, Sean I think and were- Angela were better. Yes. And that's what's so frustrating about the later seasons, even though they're better, is you sit there constantly and you're like, you two are meant to be together. You two are forcing yourselves to be together.
2: <laughs> Because they are, man like what a, what a wild twist though What if Boy Meets World literally ended The last episode was Corey and Topanga Realizing that they're not meant to be together And that they'd be better friends
0: Oh my gosh That's crazy It's almost as crazy if the actress that played Rachel Just went off and started making hardcore porn Yeah, boy
2: has she Which she did, by the way yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm a Boy Meets World fan I've seen it Oh yeah <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, <laughs> Mer- Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, Matt.
1: Oh, whoa. Oh, oh. corners of the internet a nameless formless entity has been growing no one dares question where it was created or what it wants but those who have been entranced by its musings chant its blood curdling name in unison horror Horror movie night Night. find horror movie night on your favorite podcasting app or at hmnpodcast.com